love the beach. <laughs> what? I love the beach. <laughs> what? what? The, the seagull. How <laughs> <laughs> you think of it as that? I thought it was a ghost. Boom. Okay. Okay. Welcome to the Nose Love Podcast. I am Father Michael. And I'm Molly. Hi, Molly. Hello. How are you? I'm good. It feels like we haven't recorded for a while. Did we record on... We recorded on Sunday night last time, didn't we? No, it was Easter. We recorded before Easter. Okay, so it was an early... With Zach. An early one. With Zach. Who's that? Some guy. Kind of a jerk. (laughs) (laughs) Won't have him back. (laughs) Won't have him back. Zach. Zach. (laughs) Um, that's why it feels like fun. Yeah. It's Divine Mercy Sunday. It is. Um, there was First Communions at Mass this adorable First Communions. so cute. Mm-hmm. Um, we have an interesting topic today. Uh, I guess really all of it falls under the branch of, I didn't know what to say, the branch of you shall not have false gods before me. Mm-hmm. So we did an episode before on idolatry, but we talked a lot about like, worshiping like in a certain sense like money and not necessarily like getting down on your hands and knees and worshiping money but like making things like money and things of this world a false god and how that's a form of like modern idolatry Mm -hmm. um but today we're talking more about like superstitions and magic the occult the occult like false spirits and the dangers of that Mm -hmm. and why God wants to protect us from that because mm-hmm. um, I think it's just always this thing where it's like every act of co- or, um, examination of conscience I read, it's like, have you used a Ouija board or whatever? Um, but a lot of times it's like, I don't know. We don't really know like why it's so dangerous. It's mm-hmm. just always spoken about as like, this is incredibly dangerous. But it's important to know why and to be aware of the fact that even if we're not doing something with negative intentions, like... That doesn't change that something can be bad and dangerous, whether or not we want to access that bad and dangerous part. Like, we still very much need to, you know, watch the way we act. I had to move my burger. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Yes. So, yeah. The thing that came to mind as we talked about this, and I'd thought about it before, was what I see on Instagram all the time is manifesting. Mm -hmm. And that was the thing that really, it sort of freaks me out because... (laughs) First, I had to look up what they meant by that yeah. because I'd never heard of it before, but just kind of that it may be a sort of common thing in like young people of, yeah, trusting in the energy of the universe or something mm-hmm. like uh, thinking that that is the way to go throughout life and that's the way to affect your life in a positive way rather than a personal God who loves you. Yeah, and, right. Uh, I really, yeah, it kind of freaks me out. And, like, I, I feel like I've seen a lot with Ouija boards and tarot cards of, like, a lot of sort of, like, magical thinking or even, like, actually diving into magic, trying to do magic. Yeah, one thing that's confusing about it to me is, like, if you believe in all that, like, that takes a lot of trust to, to believe in that. And I feel like it's, like like, easier to believe in, like, someone outside of myself than it is to believe if I, like, 
think things or whatever that like they'll happen that I can like pull things into existence. So it's kind of interesting to me how people choose to believe in that instead of God or to like rely on that instead of God. Yeah. Because it seems like it takes a lot of like, like it is like a magical thing. Like I'm reading this article about manifesting that I pulled up. It says manifesting or the practice of thinking aspirational thoughts with the purpose of making them real has never been more popular. Which is very true. Like you said, I see it on Instagram, TikTok, all the time. So it's really like relying on the powers of the universe. And it's like, it's like if you want something enough, it'll happen. And if you yeah. like sit there and focus on it and wake up every day and say, I'm going to be, I'm going to get my dream job. I'm going to get my dream job. If you wake up every day, you like can create it into existence. Yeah. But it's interesting because... Like what I said before is it takes a weird amount of trust, but it actually takes no trust. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's I think it's a sign of like how distrustful our society is. It's like I can't trust that God will provide good things for me. So I have to like wake up every day and beg the universe to give it to me in order to make Mm. it actually happen. Instead of trusting that maybe this is what God wants. Maybe it's not, but I'm going to be okay either way and I'm going to be happy either way. It's also, I think, super interesting that we live in a really like scientific time. Yeah. Um, think about how, you know, how it went with COVID and vaccines and sort of, sort of the the dialogue that was out there about that stuff. Like trust science, trust uh, trust the 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 people that know these things, and like there's a truth to that. But then in the same world, and maybe with some of the same people, to think this is the way to not just get what I want, but that it's possible to get what I want yeah. this way. It's 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 a real leap of faith, and I think, like you said, it's in in one sense, it's way easier because, like, the universe requires nothing of you. Yeah, like, the universe doesn't require That's a really you. Really good point. Like to be a good person, to go to um, church, yeah, to yeah, like, any anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just put it out there. Give me what I want, and um, hope that it happens. And yeah, you don't really have to do anything. Where religion, really, any religion, uh, yeah. It, it assumes that your life is going to change too and your behavior and how you act and think mm-hmm. is a different sort of thing. Yeah, even, like you said, any religion, like, I was watching a TV show the other day where there was Muslims, like, praying in a mosque and mm-hmm. I, I was even thinking about that, like, and obviously I believe in Catholicism, but any church or religion requires something of you. It asks some sort of sacrifice, sacrifice of time, money, anything mm-hmm. um that's what religion means to bind oneself does it really yeah and I so so yeah just that idea that you bind yourself to something and you know it's it's like we use the word covenant mm-hmm. like god does something and we do something and that's so just like against culture today i feel like even christian culture like there's very few people who are in organized religion like it's really popular to be in just like Christian religions where it's like spirituality. Yeah, or like you could go to church where like you don't have to and it's very inclusive and all of these things and I'm not saying like that it's bad that people who go to church in that way like it's great. But like people stray away from religions such as Catholicism or I'm trying to think of another example. But just I mean Catholicism because there's mm-hmm. rules, there's practices. We are commanded to go to church every mm-hmm. Sunday. Here's a really good example of it that I don't think is I don't blame people for the way this went Mm -hmm. we offered online masses quote-unquote online masses during like lockdown periods nobody had to watch mass online like it was just a nice thing a prayerful thing you didn't have to do it but i'm 
I'm sort of shocked by the amount of times people say, well, I went on, I went to mass online that weekend. Yeah. And it's, it's kind of like, well, that's not the point. Yeah. It, it's not just a thing that we participate in because, like, we get, you know, we, we get something out of it. It's a relationship. Yeah. And, and being there in person, like a human relationship, like you and Zach, like, you don't just zoom. Right, that's true. <laughs> we never zoom, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, some, there's something about that, like binding yourself to someone as you guys are preparing to do more, like more seriously than yeah. ever, that like that's what a real relig- relationship and real religion uh, comes from. But I think this is actually a good transition into like, um, is it Ouija? Do you say Ouija or Ouija? Ouija, Ouija boards or anything that calls upon other spirits because... Um, like you're saying, like we're we're meant to bind ourselves to God, mm. and that's a part of religion. And so part of that is we're not meant to bind ourselves to anything else. And really, you are doing that through participating in superstition and things um, of that nature. So I'm going to read a little bit from the Catechism. It's slightly long, but it's really good. I'll go mm-hmm. a little bit out of time. It. But it says, um, superstition is the deviation of religious feeling and of practices and of the practices that this feeling possesses. It can even affect the worship we offer God when one attributes an importance in some way magical to certain practices otherwise on otherwise lawful or necessary. So the first commandment condemns idolatry, and it requires n- man neither to believe in nor to venerate other divinities than the one true God. And so we see in things like Ouija boards where it says, like, you're, you can, like, a lot of people, I think, argue against it. Like, it's harmless. It's just, like, a fun, scary thing I did at a sleepover or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but, like, well, like I was saying earlier, and I think this article words it well, disbelief in something doesn't necessarily mean that something isn't real. Yeah. Right? Like, if people go to a Catholic Mass and they don't believe the Eucharist is real, and so they're like, whatever, I'm just going to go up the line and eat this cracker, like... It doesn't mean that they didn't consume the body of Christ. Yeah. So the same thing. If you're just playing with a Ouija board and you don't believe in the magic, like it, it they're real. Like yeah. the reason why they're harmful is not because it's pretending to do something bad. It's like you're actually calling upon spirits that are not God, mm-hmm. and that's so dangerous. I don't know if you have any like experience of seeing this as a priest or knowledge of this, but like, why is it dangerous to call on other spirits? Like, yeah, yeah, in any way. Yeah, so I think that's it's a good distinction between that and superstitions. Like, you know, I don't know if this is still a thing. Like, don't step on a crack. Oh yeah, or break your mother's back. Like, it doesn't. You can't really hurt anyone by stepping on a crack. Right. It's a superstition, mm-hmm. and it's a funny rhyme. But if you really <laughs> live, if you really like, made that a way that you lived your life, like that'd be a problem. But say like a Ouija board or something like it. You are calling on real entities mm-hmm. um, that you don't have control over uh, and don't like you. <laughs> that Yeah, um, don't want good things for you. Yeah, so if you think about calling out into the universe, like you're calling to God, God loves you. You're calling to the the angels who are, quote-unquote, working for God. Like they, mm-hmm. they want to, <laughs> they want to help you. The saints want to help mm-hmm. you. Even like, you know, deceased loved ones who are in heaven are praying for you. But if you just say, hey, come talk to me, whoever, for a fun, scary moment at a sleepover, yeah. you don't know who's going to answer. And, like, they're interested in our, our downfall. Yeah. Like, 
um, demons want us to go to hell um, because, like, misery loves company. Um, they want us to be separated from God, and um, when we open—that's why it's dangerous, is we open a door to them and, yeah. and like, make a relationship with them by talking to them. Right. And as we talk to them, they can wor- work their way into our lives more and more. Like, usually— we don't. The demons don't need to do much. Like, yeah, I sin all the time, uh, just because I because I want to. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We um, all do. I'm not having like the devil doesn't appear to me and say you should do whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you should go tell that lie. You should go tell that lie. Like I do it on my own. Mm-hmm. Maybe with some prompting. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> but when you just sort of straight up open the door to evil spirits that hate you, um, they're going to use that opportunity. Yeah, it's never I mean- neutral. Yeah, and it says in Scripture, like, God isn't, like, this isn't something the church has had to guess at right. It's scripture In Scripture, it says, Let no one be found among you who sacrifices his son or daughter in the fire, fair, <laughs> who yes. practices divination or sorcery, interprets omens, engages in witch- witchcraft or casts spells, who is a medium or spiritist who consults or who consults the dead. Anyone who does these things is detestable to the Lord. Now, one thing I will say is, how can we offer clarification there of, like, who consults the dead? Like, what's the difference there in, like, I mean, we pray to, to dead people, yeah. you know? So yeah. how do we clarify that? Yeah. Um, it's one thing to, to like, say, St. Cecilia, pray for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and say it's, it's and kind of, you're putting it in God's hands to let that happen. You're not, like, demanding some sign. You're not asking for control over that mm-hmm. that person and it's out of your hands you put that out there you pray that way and it happens you know something happens yeah we don't like it could go lots of different ways um i think the danger and we see it in the scriptures and then you see it like throughout history consulting the dead again you don't know who's going to answer and god has given us at least one way so like talking to him talking to the angels and saints is that communion with like the church triumphant the church in heaven it's very different to try to establish like your own control and communication with with the dead yeah because you don't know what's going to happen and again demons hate you and if they can use even the disguise sort of of someone that you love who's died to have a relationship with you and lead you into that and bind you to them they will do that Mm mm-hmm I think this speaks to also something we've talked about before, like why rules in the church matter. Mm. Like it's God protecting us. Yeah. Like it could, yeah, again, someone could be like, it's harmless. Like I'm not doing it for any reason other than just like whatever. It's just like this fun thing. But like the rules are there to protect us, not just to like tell us, yes, no, do this, don't do that. Mm-hmm. It, it's all with the purpose and it's for the purpose of like protecting our souls, saving our souls, keeping us holy, you know? Yeah. And th- I think it ties into that there's no, like, there's no middle ground. Um, yeah. You can say, like, oh, I go to a psychic just because it's fun, and I don't really mean anything by it. But, like, if it's not leading you to God, you're opening the door to something bad. Mm-hmm. And, and, like, yeah, there's no spiritual neutral, I guess, like of just, you see this on TV and, like, the Internet. People just talk about angels in sort of a neutral sense, like they're just these sort of, like, aliens or yeah. something. Like, they're just out there, but, like, Either they love us or they don't. And the mm. ones that love us aren't going to trick us or lead us on or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, and even, like, you mentioned, like, psychics and mediums. Like, mm-hmm. 
I mean, I'm not going to be someone who's going to watch, like, those TV shows where someone's a medium and, like, they contact a dead person and they know all these things. Like, I can't deny that that's real. But I think a big thing is, like, we're not saying any of this isn't real. Yeah. We're actually saying it's very real. Yeah. And that's why it's dangerous. Like, I'm not saying that, like, oh, a psychic must, must have Googled all this information. Like, they, yeah, it's, it's just not a good spirit mm-hmm. t- revealing it to them, you know. And also, like... Oh, we should pray instead spend our time praying that our loved ones are in heaven um praying for their souls to be released to heaven instead of like trying to grasp control and like need to talk to them now need to like know what's going to happen in our future now like mm-hmm. it removes the beauty of trust in god and relationship with god yeah and that's like the the distinguishing thing about magic magic isn't about like a loving relationship it's about having control over something that's outside of our power mm-hmm. and so like you know, like real witchcraft is using things, using spells and whatever to have control over something. Where where with God, it's he's he's it's divine mercy Sunday. He very much surrendered himself to us. Yeah. And we're surrendering ourselves to him. And like that's the relationship. It's not about getting power, it's not about getting control, it's about loving. Yeah. And like we don't need that control when we're serving someone good. Yeah. Like, it's not just, like, it'd be nice. Like, sure, it'd be nice to know certain things, but, like, I have no need for that control when, like, the person who's in control is good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? Yeah. So you're a priest. It's true. You're not an exorcist, right? Or would you not, would you be allowed to tell me if you were? How does that, isn't there some sort of... There's definitely some that seem to be, like, public about it, but I know in a lot of cases it's not... I'm not <laughs> yeah. an exorcist. What would you have to do to become one, or what would happen? I'd like you to probably be chosen, but what? Yeah, so the bishop either is responsible to do it himself okay. or to appoint a priest to do it. And it seems like usually if they pick somebody and they do some sort of training, like there's been like courses in Rome, and maybe they meet with other exorcists, and there's a lot, there's books about this. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so some sort of training to know what to expect and uh yeah how to do yeah. it and often they're not working alone um in our diocese there's a team oh. um and so it invo- has i know it has like a psychologist on it and a doctor oh, and cool. then just other people so that it's never just like you know a priest shows up by himself right. um it's to evaluate the whole situation and to help the person in the best way possible what type of like situation calls for an exorcism um and how, and I think more importantly, like, how does it happen? Yeah, there's different degrees of, of, like, demonic influence on our lives. Like, we all experience temptation. And and sometimes I think, and maybe you can speak to this, Molly, too, like, of just, like, knowing that it's temptation. It's not just, oh, I, you know, a bad habit, like, feeling right. that, like, I know I've experienced that, of just, like, that push yes. to do something that I know is wrong. Yeah. Um, and so, like, that's pretty—that's normal. That's for all of us, mm-hmm. and we all experience that. Um, but it can go beyond that of, of demons. Um, I think the word would be obsession, where it's sort of like a—it's an attack. It's something more straightforward in that they're, they're messing with you because yeah. they don't like you. Um, possession is the furthest end of that, where it's a, a surrendering of your body— in some way to an evil spirit or evil spirits. So does there have to be an intentional choice? It seems like it. Mm-hmm. I am not an expert on this. No, um, yeah, and I've read uh, a few things. Yeah, you but... used to like enjoy reading 
Yeah, I, I really right? don't anymore. <laughs> yeah, you um, told me tell that story. That's a funny story. Oh yeah, you're like, I didn't. Did I tell that on here? I don't I, know. I did. I told it on the episode where we asked all the icebreaker questions. Oh right, about yeah. scary moments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so that's I was right. reading the right. That's a good book for this. But uh, yeah, it seems like it takes opening yourself. Yeah, and and things like Ouija boards and mediums and anything like that where you're saying like to the spiritual world come and interact with me is making an, an opening mm-hmm. but like sin also helps um to like killing the grace of god that's in you of like removing yourself from that relationship with god by sinning by not practicing the sacraments um all of that like it like it's kind of like you eat healthy and you take vitamins and you exercise you're probably not going to get sick as often. Mm-hmm. But if you eat junk um, and, like, don't go outside and don't wash your hands or whatever, like, you're going to get sick because that protection is gone. Yeah. Being baptized and living a life of faith is protection for us in ev- almost, like, every circumstance. And so, um, yeah, so it's removing ourselves from that protection seems to open the door for possession. And that's where an exorcism would come in. And so I know here... Like, if, say, I was working with someone in the parish and they were exhibiting signs that said mm-hmm. something's going on here that's beyond the norm, yeah. I would kind of pass them along to our uh, the, the team that works with the exorcist, and uh, and they would evaluate and see, like, okay, what's really happening here? Yeah. And then if it goes to that point, then there would be an exorcism. Do we have to be scared that we'll get possessed? I don't think you should. Um, if you're not doing things that, yeah. like... Uh, are are obvious openings, right? Okay. And trying to live a life of holiness, like that's you're gonna be good. Like yeah. that's gonna protect you. And the thing that I think about all the time, like if I if I am possessed, or like you know, crucifixes are spinning on my walls, like in a horror movie, like oh, that's bad. Yes. Like I'm not being fooled by the devil. Like oh, okay, I like this. No, um, yeah, there's something going on. Yeah. Yeah, and so um, I feel like possession. And things like that, the stuff that we see in scary movies, it would reveal who he really is. Mm. Like, it's one thing to Oh, say, yeah, like it makes you scared. Yeah. Yeah. And it's very different from like, oh, just, you know, just lie this time. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, like, yeah. Look, look at someone with lust. It's not that big of a deal this time. Like, um, you'll be fine. That's That works. Mm-hmm. Like, the temptations like that work where possession... I think that's why it comes at the end of a long line of opening yourself and not not seeking God's help. Yeah. Like there's I think that's a good point. Like there's a reason why movies about possession are scary. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why exorcism's like a scary thought and why Ouija boards are like this oh sleepover activity <laughs> like we're going to do it. Oh, it's yeah. so scary. Like pay attention to that. Like participate in things that are good and don't bring fear. Anything that the purpose of it is to bring about fear, mm. bad sign, you know. Yeah. Um. Yeah, or that just like has fear surrounding it in a situation like that's never gonna be from God. And it's and they're like enticing, like so, like a roller coaster, you know, you get you get afraid, but mm-hmm. like it's a healthy thrill, right? But yeah. it, where it's like when there's things that are like forbidden, like oh, let's toy with this because uh-huh. it's because it's not allowed. Maybe it's not allowed because it's dangerous. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, you don't pay give, attention to that. Yeah, you don't give like a little kid like a chainsaw. <laughs> like it's right. for, it's forbidden for a reason. Right. Because they're gonna hurt themselves. What what about horoscopes? 
Yeah. Um, I never know what my sovereign as a zodiac sign. I always. You don't know what yours is. I don't think so, but it's like based on your time. Oh, I'm Taurus. That's what it is. It's yeah. like the time of year you were born. Yeah. And it has to do with the stars and like predicting. Like you can read your horoscope yeah. and that like tells you what's gonna happen. I mean, it's along the same lines, right? It's putting trust in something that's not of God. Yeah. It- <laughs> I this I don't want this to sound mean like the stars don't control your life. Yeah. Like that's just the fact. They're big balls of burning gas yeah. in space. Like uh I love stars. You do. But they don't control your life. Yeah. And like I Here, rem- how about this? The one who made the stars controls your life. Bam. Oh, got him. Mic drop. <laughs> Get the alarm. Air horns. <laughs> yeah, air horns. <laughs> yeah. And so like if somebody like because people will say, I read the horoscope, I don't believe in it. Like, Why are you yeah. reading it? <laughs> well, I mean, I I definitely have read it as a kid or like yeah. just in the paper, like, but it's not real. Yeah. And it's they're so like obviously general that all of it can apply to anybody. Right. Like it's not like all the same things are going to happen for people born from May 1st to June 1st. Yeah. You know? So, uh, yeah, it's don't play with stuff. Yeah. And if it's not if it's not real. Go to the things that are real. Right. And yeah, that's the thing. Is like, it's such a waste of time. Like, you can go to God to discern. You can go to God to find peace. Like, there's another way. Mm-hmm. And you're wasting your time on something that doesn't do anything for you. And you know and what? It serves you poorly. Besides God, the person that controls the most of our life is us. Mm-hmm. And it's, and I think it's sort of like manifestation. It's, it's a cheap way to be like, well, like, maybe I can't do anything about this, but, uh, the universe will like yeah. no, just do your best. We don't we don't like realize how much ability we have. Like mm. obviously with God leading us, but like sometimes we maybe it's just someone gets stuck in like, oh, I can't control this. So it's gonna happen. Yeah. I don't even want to face it. And it's like sometimes we can make the decision to make a change in our life. Go to counseling, and it doesn't do it. And it doesn't matter what the yeah. paper says is gonna happen to you. Like. You have some say in what happens to you, you know? Yeah. I th- it, That's what it makes me think of is just, like, as hard as it is, and I have avoided hard things in my life before. Like, your homily was about this, too. Yeah, it was. Yeah, grapple with the things that are difficult in your life. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not pleasant, but it's worth, like, God gave us, I think we miss, we underestimate how much freedom we have. That, like, mm-hmm. not only does he want us to choose good, but, like, he trusts us to live our lives. Yeah. And it's, we're not just like puppets to do what he wants us to do. Like, um, he uh, he just made a puppet motion a puppet. with his hand. <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> he he wants us to choose. He wants yeah. us to freely go go do it. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's a part of discernment that I think a lot of people misunderstand. Sometimes it's like I need to pray and pray and pray until God's like, <laughs> but it's like sometimes God really wants us to like step through the door and like he'll. Us, he'll give us a situation and everything will point towards something and he's not going to whisper in our ear, go through the door. But like mm-hmm. we have to use our like God-given ability to look around us and say, this is good, this is good, this yeah. is leading me to goodness. Yeah. This is the door for me to step through. Absolutely. You know? We have more ability than we than we give ourselves credit for. And yeah. God makes up for our lack, mm-hmm. which is cool. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's, it's, we stay away from the things that are harmful just like yeah. we wouldn't drink bleach like that's we, we know what's bad for us right? and, and yeah but and it's so do funny the good things because like it's it's weird how like that sounds hilarious to me but it really is the same thing just in a spiritual sense mm-hmm. like 
I wouldn't drink bleach because I know it's bad for me. So why do I pray to false gods or like do whatever when I know it's bad for me, when mm-hmm. I know it's leads to fear and is not good, you know? Yeah. Should be the same thing, but... Uh, a former student of mine from the last high school I was at, when she was in college, she texted me, and she's, she listens to this now, actually. She said, my roommate has a Ouija board shot glass. And, and like, that's not good, right? And I'm like, yeah, you don't want to mess with that stuff. And I gave just kind of an answer like we've ta- been talking about. Mm-hmm. She, and then the next t- text was, okay, I threw it out the window. <laughs> and I just love that, like, the, like, firm decision of just that. Like, I threw this it has out no the place in my room. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I threw it out the window. <laughs> no, stuff like that that makes me grateful I went to Franciscan because I don't know if you go to a secular school, you have to might have to worry about things like that where it's like, is someone going to be bringing these things into the place where I sleep? Yeah, and and I think, I think college campuses in general, like, are places where sin can really take root because oh, yeah. there's a lot of temptations at that point in your life and fr- freedom that people have never had before and alcohol and sex and just all the i'm not saying that sex or alcohol are bad we all know this yes. <laughs> um, but uh but like the temptations that are there and like yeah it, you can get in a really rough place and yeah. like that's also where the devil wants to work mm-hmm. so don't be afraid to speak up to leave a room mm. if to even call your friends out if like you think they might just not know any better like protect those around you protect yourself like it doesn't matter if you seem like a prude at the end of the day like it really doesn't your soul is more important Mm. protecting yourself is more important than the embarrassment that might come from like sorry I'm not going to do this and and depending on what situation or setting in your life you're in yeah people might make fun of you before but it's just not worth it yeah also don't be afraid yeah um God is infinitely more powerful than the devil yeah. and any evil spirit. Like, do the things that we know are good. Um, you, you know, celebrate, receive the sacraments. Celebrate good times. Celebrate good times. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, I, I used to get asked to bless allegedly haunted houses all the time Ooh. in my last parish. But so often, not every case, but a lot of cases, they wouldn't be Catholic and they didn't go to church. Um and it's kind of like, well, there's a problem here that that you that you need to change. Yeah. Uh, uh, even if they're not cat, even if you're not Catholic, but like, um, if you're not going to pray, if you're not going to uh, seek the Lord in that way, then yeah, you're you're still you're going to have the problems that you already have. Yeah. Uh, but God is infinitely more powerful, and um, we don't have to be afraid ever. Like He He's loving us and receive all those graces that he has for us and yeah go live your life yeah instead of chasing that paper rock on (laughs) you heard it here folks so father michael yeah how has god loved you this week shake that chapstick shake that chapstick um today was first communion as we said and it's like it's so cute. It is. Um, they get all dressed up in their like little, little dresses brides. and suits. Yeah, it, it's really nice, and they're they're a little afraid, but they're excited, um, and it's just really special. And I love being able to celebrate that mass and give them communion for the first time. Um, it's a real like spiritual father feeling for me, mm. like to feed my kids is yeah. is what it feels like. And um, so yeah, it was it was mass was crowded and. All of that today was really beautiful, so I felt I 
God loving me that way. That's awesome. Yeah. Molly, how about you? How's God loved you lately? I'd say in a little in a little way related today, like when you talked about how the I guess the first communicants wrote letters to Jesus and mm-hmm. they left them at the altar. Or I put them up by the tabernacle. Yeah. yeah, I just literally looked at Zach and I was like, oh, like that's just the the most precious thing. And we're called to love, to be like little children, mm-hmm. and just reminds me ways that like I don't need to overcomplicate things with God in the way that I do as an adult. Like I'm meant to love him like a little child mm. loves. That's yeah. a good reminder. Yeah. Great. And that's on period. 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 Hmm. We'll see you next time. Yeah. Bye. Bye.